Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 2nd edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. Welcome, everyone, to what is possibly the final session of Scion. It was either like the last or the second to last. We'll see what happens in this session. So, where we last left off, we had the Fight Club, which, let me just tell you, as a storyteller, that was tiring. But anyway, we had fights, we had excitement, we had Gary. Let's pick up where we left off. It's the night before the Thunderbird Magnitude, and already the sky is starting to get cloudy. So, I believe Gary had set up a meeting with the Oni. He, the Oni would contact him later that night, I believe, correct? Yes, but Gary was also a little occupied with the uh, Tiger Lady, so he may have missed that meeting. All right, so yeah, I'll say that after you, know, you start cleaning up and everything, your know, stuff gets put away, tents get pulled down. Actually, I'm curious. Do you want the uh, arena to still keep changing locations like that, or do you want to say like it fades away or something? What do you think, Jesse? I'm not sure. Are we going to use it again? Let's just leave it for later. Let's just leave it there. Okay, <laughs> it'll just have a. Uh, you know, occasionally, you see like you know, it shifts, like you know, volcanic rock island. We'll just put some caution tape up around it. Exactly. Caution for real badasses only. Yeah, it says it on the tape. All right. So, Gary, you get a text message. Just says, we still up for business. I'm going to check the clock and see how late I am. It's like a new text just came to you, like when you guys were doing it. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll text back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hear, excellent. Would you kindly meet us? It gives you a, a nearby location that's like a block or two away from the castle. All right, cool. Are you going to go there by yourself? Are you going to let the others know? First, I am going to text my lovely associate who originally sent me out after the Oni. Let him right. know what's going on. And then I'll come down and say hi to the others. Hey, uh, Nick, Jesse, yeah, got a question up, for you guys. What's up, Not those. Do you like fancy artifacts? That can help you kill people? Ooh, killing. You had me at killing people, Gary. Nick looked at Jesse. Well, we did agree uh, the next one was for you. Good, good. Get the, get some nice clothes on and come with me. We got like 15 minutes, so hurry up. You get the, the party clothes for tomorrow. You do on a test drive. Nick is having a bit of a trouble getting them on past the bandages, but he manages. I was only able to heal one of those wounds so far, so I still got like a bruised sternum and a spear wound in me. So he'll probably wear, like, a dark t-shirt underneath it. So you guys go out there? Yeah. You head off. I'll say it's within walking distance. You get there, and it's like a uh, park-ish area where you see, you know, you see the Oni. He's back again in, like, his plain white guy disguise. She's got, like, a leather jacket on, pants, bright red shirt. 
She's just looking at you. She waves over to you. Around the two of you, you see like some of the goons from the other day. Sweet. I'll wave hi. I'll nod to the goons. That reminds me. I will text my own goons to be on standby. All right. Once you get close enough, you see Ibaraki just get up like, Gary, excellent. So glad we could finally start doing some business. So I know you didn't really specify too much about what you wanted. So I got you a bit of a, a spread. Beautiful. Yes. He like snaps his fingers and then one of the goons comes by with like a little uh, satchel. It's like a college professor will have with like you know, papers in it. Then he reaches into it and pulls out a spear way bigger than the actual satchel is. A metal stick with like a spell of spikes on it. You know, a sword, it's still in its sheath. You see a big old like rifle thing above that looks like an old elephant gun-ish. Hmm. So what do you think? Well, you know, that's a very good question. Let me... Uh... Who exactly is this for? Because some people are more attuned to some things. Jesse, which of these do you prefer? I like the spear. Ah, excellent choice. All right, so... I just remembered someone I want to shove it up. (laughs) Thrilling. You remember that weird spear guy? How could I forget? And Nick is kind of rubbing his abdomen a little bit. Oh, I see you guys had some excitement earlier. It was awesome. Yeah, you probably saw the winding down of the after party, considering it's just over there. Yeah, you see the castle's literally on a hill. So yeah, you do see some of the uh, decorations still being put down. Nick's going to turn to uh, Gary and say, what exactly is this that you've arranged here? Yeah, I figured I could get Jesse a little something. You know, he's been a a great companion. I feel like I kind of owe him. For stabbing people on my behalf. You know how it is. I see. We're not going to incur some sort of debt for... Uh... Just monetary debt. I don't go for the, you know, selling your soul or services. That's stupid. That's oh. how you get killed by someone who doesn't want to pay the debt. Oh, good, because I just got out of one of those. Oh, don't worry about it. Money is perfectly fine. So you think of the spear, okay, so... I will let you know, it is European, so you should be somewhat familiar with its uh, make and materials. It's selling it up, saying that you know, the metal is from hordes of uh, you know, the Greek islands, how the um, wood itself is made out of elder uh, yew tree that's 500 years old and stuff. He's just selling it up. So, I'm thinking somewhere in the ballpark of five figures to start with. All right, what degree of five figures are we talking here? Oh, let's go for the lower end. Let's say the number begins with a two. 20,000? Well, you see, the spear itself, it kind of had to come from somebody who didn't want to let go of it. They're not dead, but they did kind of maybe promise to track it down. So, so 15,000? Well, now you see... I mean, how big of a hassle are they going to be when they come at my good friend here? Well, they're technically already dead, so it's kind of a weird legal thingamabob. So wait, they're not dead, but they are dead? It's complicated. Please explain this complication to me, because this sounds like something that may just bite us all in the ass at some point. Are we dealing with, like, a vampire scenario? 
a ghost scenario, a zombie scenario, some banshee scenario? Like, what are we working with here? Well, okay. It was a vampire of the um, the European, not the Chinese one. So, we so the kind that, that right? needs to uh, actually sort of sleep in their home soil and you know, destroyed by sunlight stuff. I swear, there's more types of vampire than the cockroaches. Oh. But anyway, I'm just letting you know that on their own, they were kind of annoying to deal with. Anyway, anyway I will say it's not completely impossible that they'll come looking for it, but it would be very noticeable if they did, especially here. Not a very good country for them. So, 15,000? Make it 18, and I think I might agree to that. Jesse is looking at Gary with puppy dog eyes. Tell you what, let's make it 20, but if the previous owner comes back to haunt us, you loan us your goons to help take care of the problem. Now, what do you mean my goons, specifically? Those fine-looking gentlemen back there with, with, the, with the great abs. He looks around, like, hmm, how long would their services be needed? That depends on what kind of problems the previous owner throws our way. Hmm. You see, he's like thinking about it. Give me a moment to confer with my associates. And he goes I will over. Also, give them booze. That really. That, never mind. He goes off to talk to Ty. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely take her. <laughs> they talk for a bit. And he's like, now you see, the problem is that they're kind of a package deal with Ty. Is that fine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is absolutely fine. I like where this is going. Excellent. Do you have the money with you? You take Venmo? No. Do you take PayPal? Yes. All right. What's your PayPal ID? Sorry, I just... Venmo, I... Getting an electronic ghost sent to you in the mail via your Venmo is not as fun as it sounds. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to hold it against you. Everyone's got their preferred apps these days. I swear, some people just... They don't... Bottom of security. I mean, if you don't put the proper wards into your website, you're going to get ghosts. That is true. Such a nuisance. All right. So, pleasure doing with you. We have agreement that in the odd case that the original owner of the spear I'm selling you comes back, I will offer the services of Tai Ti Nguyen to you. Love it. All right. I'm just going to need Tai's number. You see, like, toss a piece of paper at you, like, crumpled up. So there's a chance. And then you hear a call back. There was always a chance. I just told you. I had to have business come before pleasure. Those are different. At that point, you see Ibaraki just sort of smile. It's like, now, you see, I like you. I like doing business with you. I wish more people would just realize there's just so much fun we had in life, you know? Oh, there most definitely is. I thought you'd understand. Well, all right. Time to go. And then you see he whistles, and you turn and you see from behind you the tiger woman come up and pass by Gary with a wink. Gary winks right back at her. You see them go pack up and start leaving. You, you hear Ibaraki turn to the tiger woman and say, how was he? And Gary's like, thank gods I've got epic stamina. So yes, you now have a spear, Jesse. Jesse, happy birthday. Nick, Gary. Stop rejecting my presence to you. What? I don't understand. That's like... That's more money than I made all last year, says Nick, who previously only worked retail jobs. I have a trust fund, so yeah. Just stop rejecting all of my presents to you, dude. 
Speaking of presents, do you give him the card piece? Well, I need him to agree to start projecting them first. <laughs> All right. What do you mean presents? Oh, my God, dude. How many times have I tried to hook you up? I found one. You know, just we got to save the world first. And did you seal you know, the deal? I mean, it was implied that we'd go out next week. Oh, my God. Dude. Okay, here. This is for you. I want you to read everything possible into it. And I'll have my guys come up with the nice shiny box that I probably would have gotten. I'll hand it to them. Uh, what is Nick actually looking at? It is a very elaborate cod piece, lovely leather straps, engraved with all sorts of erotic artwork. It is indeed humming with some sort of power. I figured you could use some assistance, you know, give your loins a boost. Gary, did you buy me a vibrator? You know, I didn't check to see if it could do that. Tell me if it does. It just might. Nick's looking at this, we'll say, artifact. It seems like a good accessory to go with your current suits of armor, you know? Sure. Just a little piece of flair. Really makes you stand out in a crowd. Give you a more prominent presence. And Sir Nick is thinking that Gary's using little piece quite poetically in this sentence uh yeah thanks gary and nick's kind of like holding it by like one of the straps yeah i'll be sure to put this to good use i trust that you will armor seems to be more of your approach i think as compared to stabbing people and here i thought gary that you'd normally try to make him lose clothing you know i have tried it just doesn't work well you know you live and you learn so what does this spear thing do? And Jesse just starts stabbing the air. I think you'll have to find that one out on your own, Jesse, because I don't know. I'm not exactly a spear person, to be honest with you. At one point, you just tap it, and then the spear extends. How much? It's like pike length, which is like three times the length of the spear. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty large. Nick looks at the spear and looks at the codpiece and... Can't help but think that there's some sort of connection. You guys want to try it out? Would you let me penetrate you? No, thanks, Jesse. I'm the top. Oh, you need a healer after that. No, I think we have one handy. Damned if I know where she went. Probably far away from us. Anyway, on to, let's say, more important business. What do we do next? Well, today, I guess, or tomorrow, the Thunderbird migration is supposed to begin, and... I'm thinking that uh, Loki's going to try to do something with that. All right, well, let's uh, let's get out there. Storyteller, when does the celebrations for the Great Thunderbird Migration start in these parts? Well, you know that actually starting tonight and the morning after, people sort of like start doing offerings and stuff to the Thunderbirds to not strike down their homes with lightning. So it's sort of like a full day thing with a little bit beforehand too. It's half celebration, half peace offering to you know not destroy the city and stuff so we can grab a few hours of sleep and then kind of go over to yeah you know, you know the party you all were invited to earlier happens later on in the day i'm thinking we go back heal some wounds get some sleep and then party hardy all night long for the rest of the day did i say it right yeah, i think we can do that sounds like a reasonable plan i wonder if i can make this spear smaller 
like a toothpick size. It does shrink, but it's down to like I'd say, you know, arm length. All right. I thought like hiding the spear, I just take it out of a shirt pocket and then extend it. Oh, like uh, the Monkey King. Yeah, yeah, like Sun Wukong. Are you guys doing anything before the night's over? Or are you just going to head off and uh, get ready? Well, it's a new session, so Nick's going to have to take another replenishing bath and still be one bit injured. Hey, Gary, did you ever hear anything about what the police are doing with Asterios? That's a good question. I'll get back to you on that. So I'm totally going to get back to him on that while he's in the bath. All right. I'm just talking on him. You call them and they reach back to you, Gary, about saying that, yeah, so there have been reports of, like, they haven't seen anybody, they haven't seen any minotaurs running around, but it's hard to tell sometimes because there's tons of ways to, like, basically to disguise yourself or disguise others. You do know that most likely minotaurs, they tend to stick, basically, if they're with somebody, they tend to stick close by somebody. So if he's anywhere, he's going to be with whoever took him. If he's not chained up anywhere, he's going to be like physically there with them in person. All right, excellent. Thank you. So once they give me that information, like I said, I will wait until Sir Nick is in the bath. And I will hope that it's a very bubbly bath. And then I'll just sort of burst into the bathroom. So I found out what they got going on with our little minotaur buddy. Uh, Jeez, not much, Gary. Try that new cod piece yet? It's on the sink on a towel and... Nick is just covered tastefully in bubbles, and he's probably playing create the bubble beard or something. Gary will give him an appraising look. Nice. Nick will then notice that what's going on and kind of make himself look presentable and cross his legs and say, so what do they say? Yeah, they got nothing, but they're, they're still looking. But they figure he's still with whoever had him. Well, I guess we tried. He'll pop up again, I'm sure. Yeah, it just seems weird that... He was probably in the safest spot he could be, and he still got plucked out. Yeah, someone's thinking with portals. I don't know. All right, so I'm going to say, you know, time passes. And you all wake up tomorrow, and the sky is just full of thunder and lightning. It's very, very frightening. What's your reaction upon waking up? And Because if your characters live in the valley, they've seen this several times over the years. Jesse's just thinking, nice. Nick's probably thinking that this is probably the first year that getting rained on is not going to really bother him. Because now that, like, you know, he has purview over water, he's going to stay dry if he wants. All right. Gary is going to blast Queen, because why not? Thank you. You got what I was going for. How low are the clouds? Is there, like, a building tall enough where you could actually see the clouds themselves? No, no, there's nothing in the city proper, but you see on the mountains nearby, there are several mountain peaks in the the cloud. Actually, Jesse can walk on clouds, so he might take a closer look. As you all get ready, you like look back at the invitation and you do see like the party you've been invited to is actually on one of the mountaintops. Some person built like a mansion-ish area for like people to uh, gather around in, especially for like these this time of the year. What do you do in the meantime before the party begins? Let's say like the party starts at four in the afternoon. So what do you do in the meantime then? Jesse is playing with his spear. <laughs> is it a man of four? Is that literally what he's doing? I have to clarify now. Dang it. <laughs> no, he, he's <laughs> literally just training with his spear. Okay, in the thank castle. you. I guess Gary is doing the metaphor. Gary does not play with his own spear. Gary 
as others for that. Exactly. I think uh, Sir Nicholas is supervising the cleanup of the ground. Being the lord of the castle, he doesn't really do it himself, but he has people to do that. But he just, he's kind of lawn proud. And now that he magically has a lawn probably one in 20 times, he wants to make sure that there's no garbage on it. All right. The rain is coming down pretty hard. And so yeah, you, you get done, but it's still like a bit of a messy job for like to get the last bits of it off. Nick's not bothered by the rain. Some of the other lesser knights are probably are soaked towards the end, so he'll do the nice thing and make some hot cocoa for them or something. The day goes by and you know it's just a constant full day thunderstorm. You think you maybe see like a fire break break up before it gets put up by the rain, but you're not quite sure. It's definitely uh, very much a day where people stay indoors a lot. And so when you guys drive off towards the uh, party location, you see that the streets are pretty empty, except for just water and stuff. And if you squint up in the sky, you can occasionally see the glimpse of like a wing or a beak, or just you can see shapes in the clouds. Guys, guys, they're they're here. They're, they're actually doing it again. I'm sorry, doing what? The, the bird thing. They're, they're migrating. Yeah, I mean, they do that every year. I know, but I never realized how beautiful they are. I wonder how they taste like, probably just like chicken. And how did you say that? You see like a thunderstrike. It doesn't hit the car, but it hits a light pole near you with very aimed intent. Don't let me go up there and get you. At that point, you hear like the thunder like really just shakes the whole car. The thunder's awesome, though. Nick's going to hand one of his magical guitar picks to Jesse just in case... <laughs> Oh, by the way, Gary, did you give Jesse his present, the skull? Not yet, just the spear. All right. You know what? I'm going to get the skull mounted. On the spear? No, I'll get it like a nice display case Ah. that doubles as a gift box. Wood, black satin lining. The skull fits neatly into a little skull-shaped socket. Got it, got it. I suppose that would be much more common in the sign world. In this world, people might have these fancy display cases for like a football or something or a baseball, <laughs> but they probably do have skull-shaped boxes. Some sort of backlighting for the eyes so the skull can just scream eternally into an empty void. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Very, it comes up, It's on sale, too. Ooh, ooh. And one of those cheap little cereal box ghost noisemakers that goes, when you first open up the cereal box and it's got the little light switch. But I just want that to sit on the inside, so the first time he opens it, it makes that shitty little ghost sound. Yeah, you get that all set up. I guess you can have a wait for him when you get back or whatever. Yeah, I'll have my guys do the collection and delivery. It'll be there when we get back from the party. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could get the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow. 
with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.